Fukert. The next Mega Millions jackpot is worth more than a billion dollars after there was no winner last night. A shooting at a D.C. hotel leads to charges of child abuse at a Maryland daycare facility. I'm Kate Ryan. It was a down day on Wall Street at the closing bell. The Dow was off 228. NASDAQ dropped 220. Good morning. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. The Federal Reserve is expected to announce another interest rate hike today as it continues its effort to bring inflation down to earth. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger says the Fed has made it clear that it's willing to risk an economic downturn in order to get inflation back down to 2%. If the central bankers do increase by 0.75%, short-term interest rates would rise to a range of between two and a quarter to 2.5%. That's where rates finished when we had the previous rate cycle in December of 2018. It looks like the Fed is going to go well beyond this two and a quarter to two and a half percent. One thing driving up inflation is the price of gas, and it's continuing to come down. Overnight, the average price of a gallon of gas fell to $4.30, a two-cent drop from yesterday. Our first money number tonight is 29. That's followed by 63. Up next, we have 66. Your next number is 7. And your final white ball number for this Tuesday evening is... 16 now for the Mega Ball number, that's 15. All those numbers and no winner in last night's drawing for an $830 million Mega Millions jackpot. Next drawing is Friday night, the jackpot, more than a billion dollars. Mega Millions is played in 45 states, Washington, D.C., and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Donald Trump is facing legal jeopardy for his actions after the election. CBS News has learned that the Justice Department is investigating former President Trump's actions as part of its criminal probe of January 6th. Federal prosecutors are asking about Trump's discussions with his attorney John Eastman and the pressure that he put on Mike Pence to not certify the 2020 election results. Attorney General Merrick Garland could decide to bring charges and criminally charging a former president would be unprecedented. Matt Piper, CBS News. In the Pacific Northwest, it's all hands on deck to try to help people survive a rare heat wave. KXL's Jim Ferretti. Following the heat-related deaths of more than 70 people in the Portland area last year, Major Bob Lloyd with the Salvation Army says they are working overtime as the Rose City cooks this year. To provide hydration and to even provide um, cooling do-rags. And our outreach team has been passing out some little battery-operated fans, which isn't much, but it's something. Oregon Governor Kate Brown declared a state of emergency in more than half of the state due to the high temperatures. A man who allegedly set wildfires in a remote forested corner of Oregon was caught, wrestled to the ground, and then tied to a tree by three locals until police arrived. Ground crews quickly got the two fires that the man allegedly set under control. 30-year-old Trennan Smith of Veneta, Oregon, is in jail now. This is CBS News. Moments. They surround us. Intersecting every day, every instant. Moments that can change us forever. In a region where news is never ending, a singular sound defines our moments. A constant signal delivering the top news right at your fingertips when you need it most. For better, for worse, always connected. Our legacy is the future and we'll never miss a moment. WTOP News, 103.5 FM. WTOP at 403. Wednesday morning, midweek. Welcome in. July 27th, 2022. Hardly to mostly cloudy this Wednesday. Hot, humid once again. Chance of late day showers. High of 88. You're waking up to 73 right now. 
Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your morning ride, topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we do ride into this Wednesday together. We begin this trip with a young boy who was seriously hurt this morning after being hit by a car in D.C. This happened Monday this week, and police say this morning the driver was also a child, nowhere near legal driving age. The 11-year-old boy was behind the wheel of a 2020 Kia Optima. And he was driving it just before 7 p.m. in a parking lot off Mississippi Avenue near 19th Street in southeast D.C. According to police, that's when he lost control of the car and was unable to hit the brakes. He hit a 7-year-old child before ramming into the curb. That 7-year-old is now in the hospital with serious but non-life-threatening injuries. D.C.'s Office of the Attorney General is investigating the crash and have not released the names of the two kids. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Now, this crash follows last weekend Sunday's death of a 12-year-old girl in the area who was behind the wheel of a car that crashed in Columbia, Maryland. WTOP at 404. The former cop who police say was shot by his wife last week inside a D.C. hotel now this morning faces charges for molesting young kids at her daycare center. 57-year-old James Weems Jr., a retired Baltimore City police officer, is charged with sexual abuse of at least three children at the Owings Mills daycare facility operated by his wife. The charges come after Weems' wife, Shantiri, 50, was accused of shooting her husband inside a room at the Mandarin Oriental Hotel in D.C. on Thursday when she confronted him about the suspected abuse. James Weems remains hospitalized in police custody and faces extradition to Maryland. Shantiri Weems has been charged with assault with intent to kill, along with other offenses. She has a court appearance scheduled for Friday. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 405 on your Wednesday morning. The last of our region's school mask mandates has now come to an end. WTOP has learned that Prince George's County Public Schools lifted its mask mandate July 1st, making them optional inside all schools and other facilities. A short email was sent to county staff that afternoon asking for everyone to exercise good judgment and support whatever choice their colleagues make about wearing a mask. Back in February, Prince George's County Public Schools CEO Monica Goldson said in an email to parents she anticipated lifting the school system's mask mandate by the end of the school year, but ultimately did not lift it before summer arrived. John Doman, WTOP News. WTOP at 4.06. How do Virginia voters think first-year Governor Glenn Youngkin is doing these days? The latest Commonwealth poll from VCU out this week shows 49% of all respondents to the poll approve of the job he's done so far, while 38% disapprove. Youngkin's approval is split, apparently, by party and region, but the poll found support for a gas tax holiday, ending the grocery tax, and funding HBCUs is strong across all demographics. As for Virginia's surplus tax revenue, 47% of all respondents to the polls support using extra taxpayer dollars on government programs such as welfare initiatives or state-funded clean energy projects rather, they say, than returning the surplus to taxpayers in the form of $250 rebates. It's 407, July 27th, Wednesday morning. Glad you're with us. An update on traffic and weather a minute away. Stay with us. The DMV Download Podcast is a more complete look at the news stories impacting our region. From high gas prices. Is this seriously the, the highest gas has ever been? It could be worse. It could, could be California. To the hunt for a Fairfax murderer. You've been looking for him for two months. I mean, where is he? We suspect we know where he is. Megan Cloherty and Luke Garrett dig deeper every weekday. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by Steamfitters Local 602. 
Coming right up on WTOP this morning. Some worry that smoother traffic on this commuter route will mean cut through traffic on their block. I'm Neil Orgenstein. Super Saturday. Save up to 40% off on all furniture at Ashley. Super Saturday. One day of the year. This Saturday, get our best offers. Ashley pays your sales.